So first thing to note, as always with Extended Play, we're talking about a game that we've all already played. There are going to be spoilers. If you've not played Uncharted 3 and you don't want to know anything about Uncharted 3, this is going to be spoilerific, so stop listening now. Um, I'm Keza McDonald, UK Games Editor, and joining me is Daniel Krupa. Hello. And Alex Simmons. Hello. And also Tom Butler. Hello. I'm sorry we've been away for a while. It's been an extended break. It's been an extended break. As you may have noticed, video games is kind of busy, isn't it? In September and October and November. Quite a lot coming out. A lot of games come out recently. A lot of but games that's quite good out. for us, though. It is good for us, and we've been playing a lot of them. And we've, you know, we've, we've not actually had one game that all of us have played enough to do an extended play on for a while. But until now. Until now, when we're going to be talking about Uncharted 3 as a one-off special before we launch da, into... Da, da, da. Very good. Can you keep doing that in the background while I talk? <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-off special about Uncharted 3 before we launch ourselves into the Elder Scrolls Skyrim from next week onwards. Well, we, we definitely plan on making these much more regular in the future, so it's not going to be a big hiatus between these podcasts so just to remind you what extended play was or if you weren't listening back in august what we do is we take one game that all of us are playing and we give it a little while so we give it a couple of weeks after it's come out yeah so we want all... basically you to play the game along with us so we yeah. can like, discuss the game after it's come out so we'll talk about it because we, we do reviews obviously on ign and we usually talk about stuff a lot before it's out but then after it's out the d- discussion kind of disappears a bit so yeah. that's the idea of extended play is to keep the discussion alive and give you a chance to tell us what you think in, de- in depth and in detail yeah. about the biggest games that are right. So Uncharted 3 obviously has been out for a little while now, and it was the first game in a while to achieve a coveted 10 out of 10 on IGN, which came from Greg Miller of our US office. Certainly did. What do we all think about that? Are we all fans of Uncharted 3, firstly? <laughs> uh, I personally don't think it's a 10 out of 10 game. Mm-hmm. Um, having finished all three Uncharted's, the second is the best one, I think. Uh, and the third one has some amazing moments, but I think there are some also fundamental flaws in the game. You're a bigger fan of it, aren't you, Daniel? I'm a bigger fan of it. I think I was the first person in the office to play it. I kind of completed it over one weekend. And initially I was blown away by it and I was kind of impressed by its visuals and it kind of um, enchanted me. But since then, since I finished it and I've had a bit of time to think about it, I've kind of reappreciated and reappraised it and I prefer the second one. And the kind of like the, the gloss has worn off the third one. Yeah. Because I just kind of—it's after Call of Duty came out, and Call of Duty gets derided for doing the same thing time and time again. And I, as I thought about Uncharted Three, I realized it kind of got a free pass because mm. it does the same thing again, yeah, as Two did. It just looks so beautiful. I think it gets a bit of a free, but it pass. also does a lot of the same things all the way through. Yeah, like my God, I am so fed up with Drake just falling down some steps or you know just gripping onto something by the last minute it's like alright I get that you uh, yeah. can do that but it just forces it, it just throat. becomes a bit Way numbing after a while because yeah. I remember playing it before everyone else and I said but what it's like and I said it's really good but it, it's at 11 constantly Yeah, it's just one big sequence after another there's no there's no pacing or rhythm to it it's always high it's always at 11 we're joined by Tom Butler Hello. who's not been in for an extended play podcast before not yet um you finished Uncharted 3 recently, didn't Very you? Very recently, yeah. And I just don't think it hits the, the same heights as Uncharted 2. No. It doesn't have the set pieces. And a lot of the things that really wowed me in Uncharted 2 seem to be repeated. Like, the, the I love the train and the jeep bits in uh, Uncharted 2. I just think they're sensational. Yeah. Mm. And yet in this, you get the same, but you get it with... Well, like on the horseback, yeah, it's slightly different, but yeah, the the kind of the Still bit where you fall out the back of the plane, yeah, feels very similar to the train thing, and yeah. it's spectacular to look at. But again, your involvement with the game itself is 
pretty limited. This is the thing with Uncharted, is it's the beautiful illusion. It's cinematic versus interactive. I think think we've got to the stage now where there are basically two types of game. There's the type of game that essentially play themselves, and the type of game like Dark Souls, where that actually challenge you to do something properly. Yeah. Um, and I don't think either of these types is is bad. And I really, really, really enjoyed Uncharted 3. I think it's possibly the best example of a cinematic game that exists. Although at the I, I think the the bit that kind of contradicts that is the gunplay, which is mm. is far too reliant on gunplay, I think. Yeah. Because you shoot fifty dudes. And then literally two steps up, another fifty come. It's like, all right, I get you. And they soak up bullets like, yeah. like they do, no don't they? Game. Oh th- my god! <laughs> I played a bit of the co-op. Has anyone tried the co-op? No, no, yeah. Very frustrating because it's it's uncharted, but with all of the actual cinematic stuff that makes it good taken out, and it's just gunplay. Right. And when you play um, the co-op and on, and the multiplayer, and it's just the gunplay, you actually realise quite how bad that gunplay is it's just it's, it not is. even a fun game when it's no. just the gunplay and and you know that you've got guys that lob grenades like 100 meters from you know way in the distance and they land pinpoint at your feet it's like it's just impossible every single time as well so interestingly the, re- the reason that the gunplay is a bit weird is because they've changed how it works from Uncharted 2 mm. in Uncharted 2 you could be aiming your reticule at a guy you could be shooting bullets but the angle that the bullets came out of the barrel at was actually quite random. Right. So you could have your reticle over and be shooting a guy in the head and your bullets wouldn't be hitting him. Yeah. And because that was very frustrating, um, they changed it. So in Uncharted 3, whenever you shoot, your reticle just jumps a little bit. You notice that? Yeah. Right. So that's how they've changed it. So now you're always shooting straight, but your reticle dances around, which I think is actually almost worse. Yeah, it's well, quite tight. To mirror what, recoil or something. Yeah, yeah kind when of. I first started playing Uncharted 3, I thought, I'm sure I was better at Uncharted than this. Yeah. Because mm. in 2, I got pretty good, but I found 3 quite difficult at times. Um, uh, and there were some bits later on where um, you're kind of fighting the dudes that sort of set themselves on fire. Yeah. You know that? Right, like when really the self-immolators. Yeah. Oh my God, that was just so frustrating because you'd be running around looking for ammo or, you know, because you needed either a rocket launcher or grenade launcher to kill those dudes yeah. easily. Um, and then they just disappear from one thing, appear behind you and kill you with one shot. And it's like, Man, that was one thing I was just not fun. quite pleased about. Towards the end, there wasn't kind of the magical element that's been in the first two. Mm. The mysticism. Games. Yeah, the, the yeah. kind of weird mysticism that just seems tacked on in the third act to give it extra legs. Mm. Yeah. And it almost kind of um, mocks itself because those guys, it's actually Drake hallucinating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pleasing. But just to go back to what you were saying, it's the best example of a cinematic game. It's, a lot of games recently, like Bioshock or Deus Ex, they kind of, they give you a situation and playing the game's kind of improv. Yeah. And it lets you go, here's a situation and we want you to improv and you can do it in so many different ways. Mm. Whereas Uncharted wants you to do it in one very specific, definite way and it punishes you if you don't do it that way. And this isn't just name dropping, but a few weeks ago, Duncan Jones was in the office and he was playing Uncharted 3 and he'd never played the series before and he couldn't play it. He didn't know how to read it. He didn't understand where it wanted him to go. Mm. So he just kept dying constantly. He didn't. He had no idea what he had to do. Right. And it's quite There's interesting. No I think we're all, yeah. we're all uncharted literate. Yes. We, so we know that yellow ledge, we want to go there. Yeah, the game yeah, wants yeah, us to yeah. jump yeah. over there. He had no idea. He was just wanted to shoot these guys in the distance when he actually had to ch- run after the plane. Yeah. Right, right, right. So right, he right, kind of brought yeah. the game. Yeah. It's interesting that, I mean, it does teach you, but it teaches you quite, I think the, it eases you in quite quickly, doesn't it? I'm trying to yeah. 
We, we were talking about like how Call of Duty gets uh, a bad rep for funneling you and, yeah, and yeah. being a shooting gallery, but Uncharted does exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. There's like bits where you think maybe you might be exploring, but you drop down into a room where, oh, it's a new place, but which way do you go? Oh, you go to the, the way where there's a doorway lit up ridiculously bright, much brighter <laughs> yeah. than everywhere else. That's where you go. And yeah, everywhere yeah. you go... No, it's that, weird that it gets this, this free pass. Yeah. That it doesn't get... Sure, do you know what there. I think that is, though? I think it's because... Well, at first, there's only been three of them so far. Whereas shooters has got to the point where we've had probably five or six or seven that have all been roughly the same. Yeah. Um. And the the second thing is that it's very it's just such a good story, and that's not something Modern yeah. Warfare has ever really been and apart it, yeah. from I think the first Modern Warfare one. And it's gorgeous as well. And it's gorgeous. The, I, I love this game. I really do. And I understand all what, the criticisms. One of the reasons why it. it is so beautiful is that there's nothing going on behind the scenery. Mm. They've actually said that Naughty Dog. One of the reasons why it looks so good is they can they can harness the, the power of set. the PlayStation on that set. But yeah. if you lift up the curtain, there's nothing behind it. It's not like Skyrim where there's this entire world persisting yeah, yeah, yeah. over yeah. the mountain. And because it doesn't have to maintain all those other elements, it can look that good. And it is there are best some game I've ever spectacular moments in the game. Like it's the, the, play, the plane. The plane is amazing. Wandering the I desert after the, the crash. boat when the you know mm. you go yeah. and yeah. find Sully and it's you know it's all an ambush and the then slowly some of it starts like... collapsing and it's just like oh, I, I, I really like the characters and this is one of the only games that I really like the characters. I think in. the interplay between Sully and, and Drake is magnificent. There's bits yeah. when I was playing the game and I actually laughed out loud and I don't yeah. laugh out loud. What was that line you said the other day? It's where they um, <laughs> in the last bit, the last bit, and the buildings all start crumbling around them. And Sully goes, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> like that. I it's just really thought funny. that was brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely and, brilliant. And it's one of the few games when there's a cutscene, I don't find myself wanting to skip it. Yeah. No. Yeah. It doesn't feel like I don't a cutscene. Feel, I just I'm, feel I'm like actually really interested in the watching game. their yeah. conversation and their interaction. Um, I don't feel like I am Drake in the same way as I am other characters. But I don't mind that. I don't mind it. Exactly. Yeah. Don't mind mm. at all. I, basically, I see Uncharted 3 like an extremely good film. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I don't see it like a game. I mean, what, another one of the reasons that we haven't done extended play in a while is because of my Dark Souls month. Yeah. I spent reviewing place. that. Yeah, I, d- I didn't play anything else <laughs> apart from Dark Souls for ages. And when you play a game like that, playing other games is actually really difficult. <laughs> so I came to Uncharted 3 kind of being used to being clubbed over the head every five seconds and stabbed and pushed off ledges and clawed and yeah. poisoned and so on and so forth, cursed. And then Uncharted 3 was just such a relief after all that, just having this lovely, entertaining game that just yeah. wanted me to have loads of fun. You know, I, I, I find it a really great kind of contrast. Yeah, a few weeks ago I wrote a piece comparing the Indiana Jones movies to the Uncharted games, and it's kind of, the Indiana Jones movies are great movies, but you can never really remember the intricacies of the plot. It's all about the device that kind of precipitates the adventure. Mm. You can't remember who that person is, that person. I kind of see the Uncharted games very much that way. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't give you a potted, like a synopsis of the Uncharted games. But a lot t- of I things fall down. Sequences. Many things fall down. I remember the action sequence. A train falls down, a plane falls down. That's the thing. I can't Drake actually falls down. remember what the, oh no, the, was it Drake's ring they were looking for? Yeah. After all that, <laughs> that's literally that second just come back. Yeah, to it's me. just it's Catherine, Catherine yeah. Marlowe, but I can't remember really why or what it led to. It just yeah. and there's a bit it takes them to the desert, and it's just all these se- these action sequences, like the great blockbuster action movies, kind of dovetail into one another. Mm. And that's the great thing about it. You never stop to question why that doesn't maybe yeah. work out. I think even with the with the scene where you see obviously Drake as a kid. It really felt like an uh, Indiana Jones movie then, well, like Last, yeah. Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah. it I really see. felt like that, and yeah, and I thought it worked really, really. Don't get me wrong, I thought it worked really well in the game, but you can just see where it gets its cues from. So, 
in my opinion, this is the best example of this type of game. It would have, is there other other ones that, well, that I, you, you uh, think? Do you think it's Uncharted Two? I, I prefer Uncharted Two to Uncharted Three. Mm. I thought there was far too much reliance on gunplay in this one, and also while some of the levels were amazing, like the the ship ghost yard bit where you had to go around was amazing for a bit, but then my god, it just went on and on and on, and I I just thought it would have benefited from some of the bits being slashed in half and some of the battles being tightened. It, just, it, it needs choice. It needs more choice yeah. within it to make it an absolutely magnificent game. Like, oh, games are all about choice nowadays. They say you can choose to do this and choose to do that. It just hasn't got it. I and it'd be nice it, to, to approach something because some of them it's like, oh, you should be stealthy here yeah. and try and take them out. But it always gets to that point where shit it all yeah, picks it'll off. Yeah, 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 the bit in the, where there's all the rusted ships yeah. and Drake drops down and you can swim and yeah. pull people down. You can do that for a couple of guys and then you get spotted quite easily. And it, but it never re- reverts back yeah, to the stealth because it'd be good if you could hide like Deus Ex and it would revert back, but well, it never does like that. Even when you die and you respawn, it goes straight back to them knowing exa- exactly where you are and you're straight back in the thick of it. You, you know, you don't get the chance to reset the stealth. Don't you think uh, that goes to opposite? Like if you play an Uncharted game, then isn't, isn't that just not what you should be expecting? No, that's true. Mm, but, that's I, true. but do you know what? It's the same with Call of Duty. Sometimes a change of pace really makes a difference. But they have um, nice stealthy levels sometimes, nice quiet yeah. levels, yeah. Um, and, and that's what the problem with Modern Warfare 2 was, is that it didn't. It was just the same tempo all the way through. Exactly. Oh, yeah. like punching yourself in the balls till you finish the game, and that's yeah. it. No stroking. So, <laughs> <laughs> no stroking or licking of the balls. <laughs> exactly. Only punching. Um, but, and I think it, 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 it was the same when you go straight into the, um, uh, the boat. Um, you walk into the kind of ballroom and you can get past the guys stealthily. But again, I think I managed to get three or four guys trying to stealthily and then you get spotted and it's just I think the all bo- shit kicks off. I think the book's a great illustration where I think Uncharted, the guys behind Uncharted and the writers, they will think up sequences first and then they'll construct the plot around the sequences. Because I think they'll write sequences mm. on like postcards and then put them on the wall and go, that one can go there. Yeah. Oh, we've got, got this really cool idea for a boat. Yeah. How can we get Drake on the boat? Well, what if Marlo knows a pirate? <laughs> and if you stop to think about it, why did she give him to a pirate? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that, all, that always ends up being a red herring why? as well, doesn't it? Being there. Yeah. It's just the complete, that's complete digression, that whole bit at sea. It's interesting though, because this year has been a very good year for cinematic and interactive games. Like we've had Skyrim, Deus Ex, um, Dark Souls, three, three of the most kind of choicey, yep gameplay orientated games that I've seen in years and then we've had Modern Warfare 3 Uncharted and Batman which are three of the best cinematic games I've ever seen so I think it's really interesting that we've got now this this clear difference between the types of game that there are to buy and the types of enjoyment that they give you and I'm kind of all for that but I'm interested that you say that Uncharted 2 is the revolutionary one because that's something I've heard from a lot of people it's only because Uncharted 3 feels like a carbon copy of Uncharted 2 mm. and there was a marked difference between Uncharted 1 and 2 you know, that, that felt like a progression but this does it just feels yeah. like more of the Uncharted same. 1 was great ideas wise but a bit yeah. shonky basically yeah. wasn't it yeah, whereas yeah, Uncharted yeah. 2 was just I think it was the first proper gaming blockbuster I, I, it felt like they perfected the technique yeah. and now they've kind of done the same and, and made a few changes but not necessarily for the better see it was interesting Uncharted 3 was one of the games I brought out because my, my aunt and uncle came around for dinner yeah. they're in their 60s and I showed them some games sometimes just to show them what I do because they don't really know what I do. So yeah. I kind of brought, and I brought Uncharted 3. We were wandering through the desert after the crash. Yeah. 
And my aunt's like, so what happens if you go in the other direction? Yeah. Like, what happens if you, does he have to find the water? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, he kind of does have to do, like, there's not really any option apart from what I'm doing. And it did kind of highlight that to me because I've shown her games like Oblivion before. And where you can go in. Where you can go in and she'd yeah. be like, what's over there? What happens if you go over there? What if you talk to that guy? Can you kill him? And you yeah. do. And you're like, uh, now the guards have got me. She's like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uncharted 2, 3, she wasn't very impressed by, which I thought was interesting because I would assume that that was quite an accessible game for someone who wasn't all that into, yeah. into games. But having, yeah, I, I wonder what does happen if you walk in the other direction in the desert. Do you ultimately <laughs> yeah, just end up at the same invisible wall? It puts you back at the beginning of the bit. Oh, does it? Oh, does yeah. It? <laughs> and there's a bit when you're walking, you know the bit where it's like really zoomed out and he's walking along the dune? Yeah. He can't walk backwards. Right. Like you pull backwards and he just kind of stumbles. Right, okay. I want to walk forward. down the dune at that point. Really, that look, that's what, that's what yeah. I thought I wanted to do. Really you just get right bit. to the edge and yeah. push the sand down. When they start quoting T.S. Eliot when you're wandering through the desert, like go under the shadow of the red, red rock. Yeah. Right? That's weird. That's a very weird thing. I quite liked that though because yeah. I thought it was subtle. It wasn't usually when, when games make illusions like that, they're like, nah, we're really smart. Look at this. It's from mm, this. It's from this. But, yeah. Whereas there, it was just kind of dropped in there and it was, yeah, it fitted. Automatically, and it was appropriate. He was going under a red rock. I imagine Drake would read. <laughs> <He was. laughs> very literally. Yes. Yeah. I imagine Drake would, would have read it at T.S. Eliot as well. Yeah, on his travels. Do you think they bottled it, not killing Sully? Yeah. I thought. Yeah. I thought that was going to happen all the way because yeah. the felt- beginning of the game was focused on how they met. Yeah. So it seemed right that he would die in the third act. It felt yeah. like there was that final twist coming where it wasn't Sully that he'd been talking to. It was the other guy yeah. because he pops out and you think, oh, well, it's I Sully. Really yeah. It was yeah. And then he just appears and it never really explains yeah. how. It no. said you were hallucinating. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought that the way he came back was a bit shonky. No, and I thought there was when, another when twist coming. Out, I just thought, this isn't Sully. I don't trust this guy yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. This is the hallucination. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought they bottled that. I thought that would have been quite a memorable ending. And then that's a lot to deal with in the fourth game, which, got, is, which got, is coming. Have they got the bravery to do that, though, do you reckon? They should, though. Otherwise, it, every game will be just kind of cut and paste with different sequences yeah. and different settings. It'll be a moment you'll remember. Yeah. It, it, would, it could it have been a nice a way to go for, for Drake to become the mentor. And him take on a because yeah. he needs to grow up. That would be does, character yeah. progression. He's not. He's still that kind of. That's the thing, isn't Carefree it? guy. Character. Much as I love the characters in Uncharted, much as I think as their writing is much better than most characters in video yeah. games, there's no progression, is there? No. He's always the same guy. What I yeah. quite liked in Uncharted Three is Elena wasn't there for most of the game, and then when she came back, they didn't do that really crass exposition where oh we broke up. It's just all hinted at that they were engaged and something happened and yeah. you fill in the blanks. It's, That's cool, isn't it? It's yeah. not really terrible, weak writing where it's the here you go, this is what happened in between or it's the flashback mm. or something. Yeah, um, I thought that yeah, was really smart well and well done. done. Yeah. I thought the London level was really, really good as well. Really well realised, I think, yeah. vision yeah. of London. We don't see it enough in but video al- games. Also, the bit where you you know, you know have no inkling that it's all a setup until it kind of happens and it's like, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and the bit where you, you can see the London skyline That's, yeah. is very yeah, well detailed. I was playing that at home and uh, my girlfriend was just sat, sat next to me and she'd been reading or something. It was at that point and she looked up and she was like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice, have a good look around and yeah. a beautiful scene. Yeah. So what are the scenes, the, the absolute kind of defining scenes of Uncharted 3? <laughs> well, the whole desert bit is amazing the, and the plane no. crash because that's what we played on preview code but, but, but that's what I mean you know, that f- is from the moment you bit, get in yeah. the plane and then go through the plane and fall out of the plane and then you know that whole sequence the bit is, you is amazing you have to like grab onto yeah. the box yeah. that is Man. cool I had yeah. my heart in my mouth when that was happening yeah. <laughs> but I personally liked all the, the boatyard stuff because I thought that that was really different to everything else and how when 
when you came out of the boatyard and you had to go across, traverse across and everything was moving. And yeah. Everything was, it uh, looked incredible. I, I just felt like it went on for a little bit longer. Yeah. That's all. But for me, that was the bit where I was like, wow, this is something different to, to yeah. what's been done before. And, uh, and that was the one point where the navigation in the game is pretty good, but that was the one b- bit where I was literally in the middle of it going, I have no idea where I need to go. I think, um, all, I think all that stuff in the middle of the game in the Middle East is quite forgettable where you're going into like tombs and caverns. Is it in Iran or Syria? I, I've forgotten it. That middle bit That's is how memorable it is. I think it's Syria. Syria. Yeah. And, um, but at the end, like contrary to that, if they're the memorable scenes, what I was speaking to Tom about this the other day, what's quite forgettable is it, and Charlie does that thing like in when they're going to um, Shambhala in the second one, yep. where they're in the snowy um, mountainous mm. region and then it opens up into this lush jungle city underground yeah uncharted 3 does a similar thing where it's in the middle of the desert and you again have this lush city yeah. and it just yeah. again that's such a retread of uncharted yeah. 2 whereas yeah. the last bit you have this dramatically different environment and it felt like that was quite i seem to remember playing through uncharted 2 and at that point it just coming just breathing life into this final act and i just don't think it happened in this it never kind of escalates up and it doesn't you have first. bits where the the buildings are collapsing and you're trying to escape and you have to fight the firemen but yeah. it just never really really grabs you and make made all that difference in that final yeah. final act and i've heard a lot of the complaints that people saying that the ending is disappointing yeah you know um i'm glad that it, it departed from the kind of big boss fight that one and two had at the end mm. like the guy the the was he croatian in the second one like the big brute like hulking right. terrorist yeah, I, I can't and remember. you had to like it was a very very standard boss fight where you just yeah. had to chase him around throw grenades at him yeah. mm hit him three times or but, whatever. But this fight with, again, I can't remember the guy who you're fighting, but it's just... it's Miles Henchman. Time. Yeah, but I still, I almost prefer that even though it was like the knife fight. Yeah. That felt more cinematic, which is in keeping with Uncharted than at yeah. the last minute it drops this very anachronistic boss fight where you're just lobbing grenades at a guy from a distance. Yeah. Which is something we talked about with Deus Ex. Yeah, not the, yeah. Where the game moves on in other directions and yet once it gets to that climactic moment, the game goes... I d- we don't know what to do yet. Let's fall back on what we've done for 30 years. Yeah. Quite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we know where that was now, of course. Yeah. Um, with IDOS having admitted that they outsourced the boss fights for Deus Ex, and that's why they didn't fit. And incidentally, I can't remember, I'm sorry if I've said this before in one of the podcasts, but um, if you want to see what the Deus Ex bo- boss fights could have been like, download the DLC, the Missing Link DLC, because the boss fight at the end of that, that's what it should have been like. Right. Lots and lots of options you can stealth it, you can hack it, you can, you know, there's loads there of you loads of cool things you can do. And it's kind of sad because it just makes you think, oh, they could have done that for all of them. But there you go. So where can Uncharted go from here? What do we want from Uncharted 4? Do we even want an Uncharted 4? Well, Naughty Dog have said that they're already doing well, yes, that. Yes, of course they have. Of course they are. And we're going to nope. get an Uncharted title, not made by Naughty Dog, but for the Vita. Indeed. So we're going to like just have too much To be Uncharted. honest, the, the, the Vita for me kind of is the... the 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 negative extreme of the plays it for you thing where you just swipe your finger and he goes yeah, whoa yeah. and climbs up a thing you just swipe you, can, you can point where he's going yeah you just yeah. go there just and he just does you. it yeah I do quite like that though again if you want to kind of broaden up your your game then that's a nice way of doing it because I just think it is you, cool you can play it, it cool? a tr- in a traditional way it's it's no different from the kind of whatever the, it was called the dad pad mode in FIFA which basically you've got one button to do everything. Yeah. And I quite like that. Nobody told me about that. That would have made <laughs> me much. so much better <laughs> at FIFA. <laughs> the dad slash and it, But it, it, yeah. it, it kind of fills in the gaps for you. And I quite like the, the fact that they're doing that. You don't have to play it that way, but it's in there. And I think that's quite a smart way of doing it. Mm. Um, but I just think... That's a very good point. Just something different. I suppose the, well, the three pillars of Uncharted are sort of the climbing, 
set pieces, yeah. there's the gunplay, and there's kind of puzzle solving. And I feel like the big action set pieces. I think is, it's climbing, uh, shooting, watching. Developed quite a lot. I just think puzzle solving was very minor in this. I know I th- the puzzles yeah. are very basic anyway, but I remember them. There's a bit, there's a big one so. with the mirrors in the second one, yeah, which always would, stands out for me yeah. as being very sort of Tomb Raider esque. And there wasn't that moment. Well, later See, this on, is the on thing. this one, you just like remember in this one, you just climb up some nights and you flick a switch and that's it. And yeah, it opens the doors. See, yeah, very... I'm, I'm actually more excited about the new Tomb Raider than I was about Uncharted. And although I'd, I'd loved Uncharted three, and it was a surprise for me because although I liked Uncharted one and two, they're, they're not the kind of game I usually really engage with. And I think that having been so deep into Dark Souls was a big reason why I enjoyed Uncharted 3. Yeah. But I'm very excited about the new Tomb Raider because the one thing that really that I really missed from in Uncharted, all the Uncharted, is, is puzzles. Yeah. You know, proper puzzles, like, you know, moving around big stone balls and putting artifacts into yeah. a key, yeah. all this stuff. And that's very, very Tomb raider And that's why I still, you know, I love Tomb Raider Legend, even though some people didn't. Yeah. And I think that that's, those, those are the two, it's Lara Croft and Nathan Drake, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, they they should so get married. They'd have they such, they've had such beautiful adventurous children. Yeah, that would be so awesome. Think of the Imagine adventurous he, kids they would have if she was one of his old flame. Wow. wow. Or vice versa. Oh, that would be great. So that's what I want from Uncharted Four. <laughs> <laughs> In conclusion, Lara Croft. Yes. Just something a little bit different, a little bit of innovation. That's all I'd like. Yeah, we don't and want just, it to get stale now. Ease off the gas on the the. Because I think those big set pieces are much more impactful when they're not bookend by equally big set pieces. Yeah. So that's what we think of Uncharted 3. But as always with Extended Play, what's important to us is what you think of it. So please, please send us your feedback to extendedplayign.com. This is a one-off special, so we will be doing some discussion of the feedback. But as of next week, we're going to be moving on to The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Even Alex has agreed to play The Elder Scrolls. I have played it. He's played some, which is an amazing achievement because he was so, so uninterested. Absolutely. So we're, we're going to have me. I'm a huge Bethesda fan person. We're going to have Daniel, who's somewhere I'm in the middle. I'm a convert. A convert. Yeah. And we're going to have Alex, who still hasn't quite got it the yet. The cynic. But we shall see by <laughs> next week. Um, so please um, send us your feedback to extendedplayerign.com. And, and uh, we'll yeah, s- if you love Uncharted, let us know. If you hate Uncharted, let us know. Uh, be good to share your thoughts. Yes, and we'll be discussing them on the next episode. Thank you for joining us. Bye. 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 Bye.